Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I love to travel, but sometimes when I do, depending on the city that we travel to, I can get on uh, fixated on a mission. Like in Salzburg, we had to go to this certain cafe and we had to go up and down the streets before we could find it and make sure that we, we visited there. And then in Macau, had to have a custard tart, had to see the ruins, and I get a little fixated on just like one or two things that has to be done. Um, same thing with Italy. I was all about the Italian coffee, and frankly, with very good reason, because that is literally, to me, the best on the face of the planet. But sometimes, I, you know, over the time, and, you know, I've traveled a lot, and I've been very blessed to have visited so many countries around the world and places, I've realized that when you get fixated on a mission and your motive while it might be seemingly harmless, it actually makes you like miss a ton of things as you're walking, as you're going, as you're in, you're being in the trip. Instead of being in the moment, instead of recognizing, you know, the, who you're with and the people you're with, and hey, what do we all do together? And what are some things um, that I might be allowing to pass me by if I get too fixated on that? I mean, have you ever been on a mission, so, like to get something so bad that you wanted? that everything else doesn't matter and you get so fixated on that end goal or that end thing or that title or that position that you forget everything else falls to the wayside and you kind of forget the people along the way and you forget your... So speaking of being on a mission, I'm on a mission to try to record this podcast today, but my cats seem to want to be noisy and playful in the background. So if you hear noise, it is what it is. This is life, right? Stop and start and stop and start again. So you might hear little things. Anyway, back to our mission at hand. I believe the way that you lead starts with your mission, starts with your motive for wanting to lead to begin with. You have to be clear. A lot of people, I think, they don't realize that why they struggle as leaders or get frustrated with leadership or having to lead people or see it as a chore or whatever. They don't realize that their heart is just not they don't have the right motive to even begin with. They're not authentically in it to help people, to develop others, to grow others, to want to truly be a, have a servant's heart and be completely okay with standing in the wings and letting the team take center stage. And I feel like this is, I know it's tough to do, but I feel like this is such a critical piece to being a good leader that you really got to get self-reflective and you really got to Take a hard look and be completely honest with yourself and reflect on, okay, why is it that I want to be promoted, to lead a team, to move up, to move forward, to all that? Like, what is it that's actually motivating you? Why are you on such a mission for that next level, that next title, that next goal? Because ultimately, your motivation is either self-centered or other-centered, and you have to really come to terms with that because I do believe that if you are completely self-centered that you shouldn't be leading people because that is the antithesis of leadership all right so we're going to get into some sips so you can check yourself before you wreck yourself 
or, well, others too. All right, so sip number one, and these are reflection questions I want you to really dig deep and be honest with yourself about. Is your desire to be promoted about making more money? Okay, money makes the world go round. We all know it. It helps. It definitely, it's a reality. We need it to buy food, have a roof over our head, and, um, you know, just clothes on our back, right? The basic needs. I get it. I'm not totally dissing the need for that and the practicality of that. I completely understand. But money, while money helps, the lack of leadership harms even more. And if your motive is moving through the ranks and moving up that vertical ladder to just keep making more and more money, it's actually not going to make you happier. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's super true. You may feel like, yes, I finally got to that that title, that role, that executive level, that this. Okay, wow, now what? This doesn't feel as awesome as I thought it was. Sure, I've got a little more money in the bank. I've got a little more ability to stabilize or dip in, you know, put into my 401k or travel or do something different. But does it really make you happy? No, because now you're going to keep looking at the next level and the next level and the next level. And it's just a vicious cycle. And the biggest problem I see with this is when people truly say, you know, the reason I do want to move up is I do want to make more money. Chances are in your company or organization, moving up means taking on people and responsibilities of a team. And if your motivation is about that almighty paycheck and not them, then that's a big price that you're going to have to pay in people leaving. And there's a cost for people leaving and not cost not only to the company, but also for them in believing in themselves. And it might even detour, detour their career path because now they have this awful leader that only really wanted to get where they were so they can make a few more bucks. So is it really worth the money? I know it sounds dramatic, but it's true. It has a ripple effect. Everything we do has a ripple effect. All right, second sip. Is your desire to lead others about being able to fulfill your vision and ideas? Or is it about enabling others' ideas? Now, this is a tough one because I'll be honest, this is something I know I've struggled with in the past where you've thought, gosh, if they, if I was just in charge and I could make that call, I would make the world a better place. I would make this company a better place. I would make the, all the right decisions, unlike those people above me, those other people. I think we've all been there. We've all fallen into that trap. But when you get to the, those levels or you have people that are working in your charge, you are not the one that has all the great ideas. And you're not the only one with ideas. And you need people to execute on your ideas, to take your ideas and run with them. And what's going to be better is if they're part of those idea makings to begin with. If they're part of the process, if they get to weigh in, and chances are your team is going to see blind spots that you have. We all have blind spots. We all bring our own filters to every experience and every idea that we have we think is so great that we need other people to say, oh, hey, but did you think about this? Or, hey, but what, and what about that? Sorry, not but. We do yes and, right? Keep it more positive. But sometimes when you have those leaders that just are on their mission of, I've got an idea and I don't care. I know it's the right thing. I, I'm, nobody else can change my mind. I'm going to go, 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 go. What often happens? Maybe what started as a spark of a good idea 
you couldn't get people to come along with you on the journey. The people didn't want to join you in your mission because they didn't believe in you because you weren't listening to them. Or they didn't believe in the idea because, hey, it may have been a great idea, but there's other great ideas. And, well, you you missed that one spot that now is going to have a ripple effect of a lot of bad things to come down the way. So it's important that if your desire is to be a leader of others is that you switch that thinking And it's about, I want to be in a position where I can remove barriers for my people and for my teams so I can put their ideas forward and get them to shine. That's what a real leader does. All right, last sip. Being super honest with yourself, how much in your heart do you care about helping others fulfill their goals? I know that this is a hard one because... I'm sure on the surface, everybody goes, of course, I want other people to fulfill their goals. I mean, that's great. Good for them. But as a leader, it does become part of your responsibility to help them achieve their goals. And sometimes, and maybe oftentimes, that can mean maybe putting some of yours on the back burner or changing your thinking because you might have thought that you there was a certain goal that you thought for that person and you wanted them on your team and you've got a career path in mind for them and all these things that you make up in your head. And what if their goals are not that? What if their goals are on a completely different department or team or a completely different function that's not the one they're actually doing today? Are you okay with that? Does that bother you? Are you okay with still helping them achieve their goals, being happy for them and wishing them well, even if that means some talented person is going to leave your team? All right, and a bonus sip. Do you see leading others as a necessary evil in getting promoted up through the ranks or truly a privilege to be entrusted with helping others achieve their goals? So it's just a bonus off that third one because you got to dig a little deeper on that too. I mean, some people, if they were really honest with themselves and probably wouldn't say this out loud, there are just some people that are like, I have no desire to lead people. I don't want to lead people, but I want to get paid more and I want to, you know, vertical climb in an organization. Well, but with that, again, comes the price and the cost of you, if you're not, if your heart's not into it, you're not going to care about these people. And frankly, it's okay to not want direct reports or be a leader of other people, but you have to please, for the sake of you, yourself and others, recognize if that is not where your heart is. And frankly, it does take a lot of courage to admit that. I get it. And possibly pass up opportunities or having to tell your leader that that's where you are and possibly get passed up for, you know, promotions and more money and those other things. But that is like the ultimate integrity of knowing in your heart what's right for the greater good, what's right for the team, and frankly, what's right for you. Because you are not going to be happy and the team that you're going to lead are not going to be happy and you're not going to achieve more and you're not going to be more and do more. And so how is that any better? Frankly, I do believe that companies should do more to reward independent contributors who are really good at a job or function and either should not lead people or do not want to lead others. It doesn't seem fair. And frankly, I've seen so many leaders climb through an organization that are not leaders. They're horrible leaders of people. And they're just rewarded because they were a good independent contributor. But being able to lead people and lead others has nothing to do with being able to be good at your job. Those are two completely different skill sets and completely different motives and missions. But if I'm being totally, totally honest, 
and you know I will be. All you independent contributors that fall into that camp, well, leadership doesn't get away from you, even if you don't manage others on an org chart. Remember, leadership is behavior. You still have the hardest person to lead in the world, and that's you. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, curlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.